Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, and it's designed to get us into God's Word for, oh, about 12 or 13 minutes or so each day. But even that short time helps keep us in God's Word, and thereby helps keep us focused on our spiritual lives, on our relationship with God. And it helps us to have a better spiritual mindset to be able to deal with whatever life throws at us each day. It also helps us to grow in our faith and stay strong in our faith because, as we keep emphasizing, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. Now, let me encourage you, as I always do, help somebody else by sharing these studies with them. You know people in your life, probably within your own family, who need to turn their thinking around. They need to start thinking more from a more spiritual perspective. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God, about their souls. You may help somebody change their life. You may help somebody ultimately get to heaven. Now, what a great blessing would that be for them? But it would also be a great blessing for you. So make up your mind and start sharing. Again, through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe some other technological means, but share with your family members, your friends, work associates, neighbors, literally anybody you can. Make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to bring our line of thinking that we've been going through and study for the past several days. We're going to bring that to a close today. We're talking about the certainty and stability of God's Word. We've talked about how the cultural mindset of any nation keeps changing, but especially in our nation, it seems. It just keeps changing, keeps changing. And what used to be considered to be truth is no longer necessarily truth. Now, we understand that truth, and I've tried to emphasize this through this line of study, Truth is not subject to popular opinion. It's not a matter of being voted on and then thereby being determined this is the truth because it won popular vote. The truth is the truth, whether anybody believes it or not, accepts it or not, likes it or not, or lives by it or not. It's still the truth. And there have been all kinds of examples of that reality throughout history including the history of our nation. But we have emphasized that our cultural mindset, by contrast, keeps changing, keeps changing. What we as a culture in our nation, what we embrace as being good or bad, that keeps changing. What was acceptable and normal just a short time ago is now unacceptable. And what was previously unacceptable and abnormal is now accepted as being normal and good. What used to be trustworthy and good is now rejected as being suspicious, uncertain, and to be avoided. What, what was commonly accepted as being righteous is now put down as being unrighteous, mean, hateful, and what was easily recognized in the not-too-distant past as being ungodly and immoral, is now promoted as being upright, moral, and righteous. Well, that's our cultural mindset in our nation right now. What changed? That was not the cultural mindset in our nation not very long ago. Well, what changed? The truth did not change. 
Again, the truth is not subject to popular opinion or acceptance. It's the truth, whether anybody accepts it or not. What changed? Our thinking changed. That's what changed. Our thinking. Our cultural mindset has changed. And in the process, it has brought incredible instability, confusion, hatred, violence, chaos, and immorality. How sad. We have repeatedly emphasized what the psalmist wrote in Psalm 119 and verse 89. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled or stands firm in heaven. God's word, by contrast to the cultural mindset of our day or of any day while this world is still going on and this nation still exists, God's word is certain. It is sure. It is absolutely correct all the time and therefore brings stability and order and direction and confidence and peace to the life that is lived by its teachings. This world, the Apostle John said, is passing away. Passing away. Second John, or I'm sorry, 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. But the word of God stands forever. Isaiah 40 and verse 8. Jesus himself said, well, here on this earth, heaven and earth will pass away. Well, that's what John the Apostle wrote. Peter the Apostle also wrote that. Heaven and earth will pass away, Jesus said, but my words will by no means pass away. Matthew 24 and verse 35. We're going to die physically in this world. That's part of physical existence. That's the reality of physical life. But God offers us the opportunity to be born again through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. 1 Peter 1 and verse 23. Oh yes, our life in this world will come to an end. That's the nature of physical, of every physical thing related to this world, including our physical bodies. The parts start to wear out after a while. But the blessing of eternal life promised in God's word will not end because, again, the word of the Lord endures forever. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 25. The stability offered in God's word is rooted in the fact that it is God's word, not man's word. Man's word keeps changing, but God's word is sure and steadfast. Because the writers who wrote it down on the pages of the Bible were guided by the Holy Spirit to write God's very word, 2 Peter 1, verses 20 and 21. And the scriptures themselves identify the scriptures as being God's very word, 2 Timothy 3 and verse 16. The word existed in the beginning and came into this world in the person of Jesus Christ, John 1 and verse 1. And the Hebrews writer warns us to not be carried away by strange teachings. Those strange teachings come and they go, and they keep changing with time. But God's word is stable. We can live a life and stand in that life, stable, strong, 
in the in the face of the instability and our constantly our constantly changing culture in this nation. I want us to read from Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. And verses 20 through 27. Proverbs chapter 4 verses 20 through 27. Notice what the wise man wrote. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. In other words, pay attention to God's teachings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. So again, focus, consistent focus on the teachings of God's word. Why? Verse 22, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Well, again, we're talking about not just life in this world. We're talking about eternal life in heaven with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God's word guides us to that eternal life. He goes on in verse 23, and he says, keep your heart with all diligence. Now that's determination. With all diligence, keep your heart, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth. Our cultural mindset is full of deceitfulness in trying to persuade people what the movers and shakers and drivers of our ever-changing cultural mindset want people to believe. But yet God's word says, keep your heart with all diligence. Verse 24, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. And look at these last couple of verses in this text. Let your eyes look straight ahead. In other words, stay focused on the truth and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet. Ponder the path of your feet to what extent? And let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. We're talking about a determined, focused lifestyle, living by the guidance of the teachings of God's word. And that is very similar. In fact, it's pretty much parallel, just put in a more succinct form by the Apostle Paul, what he wrote in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 15, when he said, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Oh, circumspectly? Super carefully. Thinking ahead, if I take this next step, what will that lead to? And not just that, but what will that next step lead to? And then what will result from that next step? Thinking ahead, plotting the course, and thereby, by God's guidance and wisdom, as we pray to him and ask for direction in our lives, for his wisdom in guiding our lives, we figure out, okay, I need to stay away from that, and I need to go a different direction. 
we need to learn that lesson. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 119 and verse 89, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Psalm 119, 105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119, verse 111, Your testimonies I have taken as a heritage forever, for they are, they are rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever to the very end. Oh my. If we will just stay in God's word, if we will just live by those basic fundamental guidelines and teachings, our life will be not just better, it will be good. And our hope will be secure. Not a wild wish or an unrealistic dream, but a hope of absolute expectation and security that goes with eternal life in heaven. All of that centered in the certainty and stability of God's word. We'd like to help you find that stability for your life. If you will contact us, through our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. We'll love to help you to find the stability and the certainty, the guidance that God provides us through his word. Or you can call us at 402-498-8397, 402-498-8397. May God guide you in his will. Let's pray. Father, we do pray for your guidance. We pray, Father, help us to submit our will to your will. And please guide us in that will. And help us to see it as your will always. Praise be to you, Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.